Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you check out our community group where hundreds of us are getting together to communicate and share and point out things that maybe we didn't mention on the podcast. I love when someone's like, oh, and did you know this? And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. but thank you. So jump in there, join the conversation. We would love to have you. Yes, most definitely do that today. Okay. So we read Mark 13, 1 through 23, Matthew 24, 1 through 25, Luke 21, 5 through 24, Mark 13, 24 through 31, Matthew 24, 26 through 35, Luke 21, 25 through 33. Okay, so we are in the final week of Jesus's life. And as we've said before, his messages are getting more pointed. They're more urgent. He has things to be said, and he needs to get them out. He needs to help his disciples know what it what is before them, and to help them see the urgency in spreading this message to the world. And Jesus and his disciples left the temple one day, and they were heading to the Mount of Olives. And now Jesus sat with his disciples on the Mount of Olives. And just so that you understand, the Mount of Olives, from the Mount of Olives, where the Mount of Olives is located, you can see a great view of the temple and its majestic structure. And so it's with this view in mind that the first question on the mind of the disciples was about the destruction of the temple. So they could see it as they were talking Mm -hmm, about it. mm -hmm. It wasn't like they were just on some hill somewhere. They could see the temple. And Jesus said it would be destroyed. And of course, the disciples were like, what? When? Well, we know that some 40 years after Jesus said this, There was a widespread Jewish revolution against the Romans in Palestine, and they enjoyed many early successes. But ultimately, the Roman soldiers crushed the rebels. In AD 70, Jerusalem was leveled, including the temple, just as Jesus Mm -hmm. said it would happen. But back to today's reading. So uh, what we read today is called the Olivet Discourse. And here we see extended teachings by Jesus, and his subject is, of course, the end times. He's pulling back the curtain just a little bit more, and he's sharing specifics of life to come for the disciples. He reminds them that he is the Messiah. And the first things to happen, nations will Mm -hmm. go to war, earthquakes will happen, famines will happen. And then he says, He says things you need to watch out for. And this is where things will get personal and you will have to make stands for telling others about me. He is saying you will be arrested and stand trial for preaching the good news. He is telling his disciples. He says family members will betray each other. And basically you will be hated and questioned and even killed. That, that had to have been, I mean, he, He's he's somewhat said this before, yeah. but 
like this had to have been really heavy, like heavy. So in Matthew's account of this, we see the word desecration. And in the Greek, it's translated as abomination of desolation, which is taken from Daniel 1131. They shall defile the sanctuary fortress. Then they shall take away the daily sacrifices and place there the abomination of desolation. And when this desolation happens, those in Judea will flee to the hills. We saw that in the text today. They won't even have time to pack. This will be the worst suffering in the world. And beware, in this time, there will appear false messiahs. So make sure that you know who the true messiah is. This is not probably what they wanted to hear. (laughs) You know, because no, they know, like they know something is happening. Jesus has already said, I will die. You know, he's already predicted his death. And, and, and now this is, they're like, without you, what, what's going to happen to us? Yeah. And so as we continue into Luke 21, it continues this, these same warnings of false prophets and persecution. But what really stood out to me is that Jesus encourages them to stand firm in their faith because he mm-hmm. knows when things get hard. Um, and it, I guess it was the same back then as now, like we think following God, everything's going to be smooth sailing. And then when hard things happen, we're like, why is this happening? Well, Jesus kind of warned that it would be really hard, um, but to stand firm in their faith. And so then we go on to more passages where Jesus delivers prophetic teachings about the signs of his return and the end times. He speaks of cosmic upheaval, celestial phenomena, unmistakable of the son of man. Like the heavens are, there's going to be a lot of things going on. There's a lot happening in these verses. People want to figure it out. There's this sermon about this or this video about this. And I've heard about the end times since I was a little kid in church. And even then, the one thing that stood out to me is this. Instead of trying to figure out the details, which may or may not be right. Like everyone has a different opinion of what these means and what the signs are. And Haley's Comet, was Jesus returning? Well, it wasn't. I mean, I remember that when I was little. Yeah. Um, So really, let's focus on what Jesus said is that Jesus will be returning for his people. Like that should be... Like not trying to figure out what sign is this and what sign is that and what does this mean? Because we're probably wrong. Um, again, I've been hearing about these things since I was little. People were saying this sign just means this and Jesus is coming back next year or whatever. Yeah. Well, we're still here. <laughs> so, uh, but let's look at Matthew 25, 33. But when the son of man comes in his glory and, and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. Mm-hmm. I think we can just go on these rabbit trails or just focus on the main thing, which is Jesus is returning. So mm-hmm. despite the transient nature of heaven and earth, Jesus emphasizes the enduring certainty of his words. He encourages his followers, followers to remain vigilant as these signs signal the nearness of the kingdom of God, assuring them that his unchanging words will ultimately come to pass. And it reminded me of what we read in Isaiah 40, verse 8. It said, that was not too long ago, like a month and a half ago, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. And this is what Jesus is saying. My word is going to stand. He instructs his disciples to 
carefully observed the signs of the times, which provide them with valuable insights. He uh, urges them to recognize that the downfall of the Jewish nation is imminent, like this will happen. However, it's essential to understand that the descendants of Abraham, this race and family will not be completely wiped out. They will endure as a nation, just as prophesied, and they will be a nation until the Son of Man is revealed. And so, again, we could focus on this happening and that happening. This is a sign of this and that. But really, let's focus on Jesus is returning. <laughs> he mm-hmm. will be revealed. The Jewish nation of, you know, not Israel, the country, which there's so much stuff going on right now. We won't even go into that except pray, to pray for them. But until Jesus returns, that seed of Abraham and the descendants will be there. Um, They will not be wiped out. I love what you said about standing firm and just how Jesus was reminding his disciples to stand firm because what was coming for them was not easy. Mm -mm. Life was not easy as we can, as we'll see over the next couple of months, life was not easy for them. And Jesus is saying, you have to stand firm. You have to stand in your knowledge of me. And he's using these last few days that he has with them to really instill that and put that deep, deep, deep inside their hearts. Well, we need to take a break and hear from our sponsor, but then we'll be back with the word of the day. Stay tuned. Hey, the word of the day is prophecy. Um, prophecy. Wait, prophecy. wait. How did we get this far and we haven't used that word yet? I don't know. Huh. Like we didn't have the prophets. We'd never use prophecy. What were we thinking? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> That's cool though. Okay. It Sorry. Is, yeah. So prophecy is a prediction. Of, but although with Jesus, prophecy is not a guess. It's like, this is going to happen. So Mm -hmm. it's true prophecy, the true prediction. Um, But in these verses, the theme of prophecy runs deep and it's easy again to try to get caught up deciphering everything. But regardless of whatever challenges, the divine reckoning is coming and Jesus Mm -hmm. will take his rightful place. Like we could say, this is going to happen and that whatever the, this is what I think this means we just know that Jesus is coming back and that mm-hmm. he will be on the throne. So also our faith in God's unchanging word should drive us to remain vigilant, knowing that his promises will come to pass. And so the fact that we are in God's word daily, we are reading it. We are understanding it's about the heart or understanding that God wants to be with us. All the things that we picked up, those are the things that are going to come to pass. Mm-hmm. And we can take comfort in the fact that just as Jesus foretold the fate of the Jewish nation, his prophecies about his return will be fulfilled. So um, it just makes us think that we can live with hope and anticipation, knowing he's coming back for his people. Um, and in the middle of this changing world where everything's different, he, his word is our strong foundation. We can turn to it. We can trust it. We can read over. We can read over the same passages over again. And we're going to find out new because it's alive. It's for us. And his promises are an our unwavering source of comfort and assurance that he is in control. Um, so it's like keeping our eyes on the lighthouse and not the storm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we record this, Israel is at war. There 
are storms upon storms in our world. There's so much going on. We can pray for God's chosen people, but it's also important to ultimately remember that Jesus is coming back and that we can we can stand by that. And it reminds me of the song, Oh God, Our Help in Ages Past. And I love that hymn. Yes, it's so good. So Isaac Watts, um, and it was so cute because when I was looking at the, the lyrics for this, because I wanted to get them right, it talked about how Isaac Watts was a young man when he wrote this and he was complaining about the hymns because he was like, they're flat, they're meaningless, we don't have enough in them and so his dad's like well you write something and this is the first one he wrote which is oh god our help in ages past and so i'm just going to read a couple lines it says our god our help in ages past our hope for years to come our shelter from the stormy blast and our eternal home and so we pray our god our help in ages past our hope for years to come be thou our guard while life shall last and our eternal home. So we can look at the signs, but ultimately we need to look for Jesus for our hope and as our eternal home. That is uh, so good. I, and I love, I love that, that song and just how deep and rich that song is. You know, it's something struck a chord with me when, um, when you first started sharing your summary of, um, of Jesus's part of the Olivet Discourse. And just how Jesus, you said, Trisha, that Jesus was encouraging his disciples to stand firm in their faith, like to stand strong. And my mind went to Ephesians 6, where mm-hmm. it's talking about taking up the whole armor of God. And so I just wanted to leave us with um, the that part of Ephesians 6. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the de- the evil day and having done all to stand firm. And I'm, th- I'm thinking like this pretty much sums up, you know, a lot of what Jesus yeah. is like trying to share with his disciples, like that you will be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore having fastened the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate sorry, I'm having a hard time talking this morning, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with, with which you can extinguish, extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in change, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Hmm. And, and that, that to me, just as we were talking today and really as you were talking, I was like, that summarizes yes. and puts it all together. What Christ is is t- talking to his disciples about what's coming for them and also what's for us and what's in front of us. We need to stand firm so that we can boldly declare the gospel. And I love that. Like, that's what Jesus was saying. It's like, stand firm in your faith and it talks about like, this is the armor, which is 
meant for war. Like this is going to yeah. be a battle. And yeah. it talks about the destruction of Jerusalem. It talks about you're not going to have time to turn around and even pick up an extra set of clothes. You're going to have to run for the hills. Um, and that's physical, but also the spiritual, which we also know that stand firm in your faith. Don't be discouraged. Have that faith. Know that God is going to come through for you. Um, it may be on this earth or maybe not, but in eternity, for sure, he's like, we're going to be with him for eternity. He is going to reign. And the truth that we have, the the righteousness, because he's protecting our heart, the readiness of the gospel, the shield of faith, those are going to help us to handle the things on earth as we wait for heaven. But he's coming, which is what he was saying, like the son of man will come with all the angels and we can look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Well, Trish, will you pray for us today as we go about just hiding God's word in our hearts so that we can boldly proclaim mm-hmm. and thanking him for his prophecy in letting us know how to be ready? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, I think prophecy gets a bad name because we do. We hear people making um making claims that this is going to happen and that is going to happen and then it doesn't happen. And instead of just realizing that it makes them look bad, sometimes it makes you look bad in people's minds. But I pray that we will understand that the prophecy that is truly from you is going to be fulfilled. And that is that you will come again for us. Someday you will be our eternal home. Um, And that we just need to look to you and stand firm. And there's so many things that can be distracting. There's so many rabbit trails that we can go on um, trying to figure things out, Lord. But I pray that our focus would be on you, that um, we'll just be ready. We don't need to know the details or or even guess because basically they're guesses. Um, Instead, we'll just know that like a lighthouse in a storm, we could look to you and we can trust in you and that we will be with you someday. So I thank you for that. Um, be with us and help us to stand firm today. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly Bible reading schedule that we are following. Tomorrow we are reading Mark 13, 32 through 37, Matthew 24, 36 through 51, Luke 21, 34 through 38, Matthew 25, 1 through 46. And I want to take a second here to thank the team at Life Audio. You would not be listening to Daily Bible Podcasts without their partnership. Go to lifeaudio.com. You're going to find other great Christian podcasts that are going to encourage you in your walk with God today. And we will see you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.